Ukrainian-American duo Dodika and Slavko from a few years ago and a medley of two songs called Blue September and Secret Hideaway and that is from their second album. Dobry večer i vitaju vas vsih, dorihi radio suhači, na radio programu Naš holos radio Krinskoho Korinja, kot se rapodjeci vam na bahatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB v misti Vancouveri. Pre mikrofoni Pavlina, djakuju ščorišale per bute zimnoju nastupnu hudenu. Hello there and welcome to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB, Vancouver. I'm your host, Paulina. Thank you so much for joining me. We've got a great program lined up for you. A few items from the Nasholos Audio Archives, as well as community events that are coming up in the Vancouver listening area. 
as well as our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and of course, plenty of great Ukrainian music. And since it is September, uh, that means the start of school. So for those who are a little Ukrainian impaired and are looking to improve their Ukrainian language skills, we have Ron Kahoot and his sidekick, Ihor Bashinsky, and uh, they'll give you a couple of rudimentary lessons in Ukrainian. The key to learning any language is to first learn the alphabet. And in Ukrainian, the alphabet is called the azbuka. And the way we like to learn the alphabet, or the azbuka, is to do the azbuka drill. So come on children, test your skill. Let's do the azbuka drill. Sim, 
Now that I know how to count to ten, I ran outside to tell my friends. They said that they would like to see if they could count along with me. I told them that I could teach them how to count to ten right here and now. So sing with me. Oh, and by the way, we'll count to ten the Ukrainian way. Один, два, три, четыре, п'ять, шість, сім, вісім, дев'ять, десять. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So remember that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. In Ukrainian. Один, два, три, четыре, п'ять, шість, сім, вісім, дев'ять, десять. Один, два, три, четыре, п'ять, шість, сім, вісім, дев'ять, десять. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So remember, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hit in Ukrainian. Один, два, три, чотири, п'ять, шість, сім, вісім, дев'ять, десять. Один, два, три, чотири, п'ять, шість, сім, вісім, дев'ять, десять. Один, два, три, чотири, п'ять, шість, сім, вісім, дев'ять, десять. Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit shochenkofoundation.com. Ukraine is under deadly attack, and Ukraine War Amps is asking for your help with a tax-deductible donation today. Funds are desperately needed by Ukrainian defenders for bulletproof jackets, helmets, walkie-talkies, food, water and gas, and by civilians, including children, for food, water and medications and, when possible, escape to safety. Please donate today to Ukraine War Amps via PayPal, e-transfer to ukrainewaramps at gmail.com or visit ukrainewaramps.ca. Up next, from the Nasholos Audio Archives, Ukrainian Food Flare. Vitaimo, and welcome to Ukrainian Food Flare. Isn't it amazing how many childhood memories we all have? Especially while we're at the dinner table, and Auntie Hanya or Cousin Paulina brings out a dish that reminds you of something your mother or baba made? My mother Anne was a great cook. We loved it when she made homemade chicken soup, and noodles, or as we called them, kisto. While visiting Ukraine in 2002, our cousin Nadia from Solorozdil took us to visit cousin Mike Szymanski and his family. It was amazing to see his special little shed attached to the back of the house. As we walked into the shed, on our left, we saw a wall completely covered with dryers, which he made himself by hand. He makes everything. He even makes shoes. Yes, leather. That he sells at the bazaar. Hmm, that's another story. Mike was very proud of his projects. After the tour, we were invited into their house for lunch. Their home was bright with a beautiful sparkling white kitchen, fully equipped with a fridge and stove, unlike Nadia's small summer kitchen, which is the only kitchen she has. Nadia isn't one for cooking. She buys everything. But at Mike's, we felt right at home. The home was built in 1950. There was a living room and a dining room with three bedrooms upstairs. I could not believe my eyes as we walked into the dining room, and there on the bed, dining room, and Chesterfield was paper with homemade kisto. The tears welled up as I explained my mother used to do the same thing. While growing up in Winnipeg, my sister and I used to attend St. Mary's Catholic School. I remember coming home to find large pieces of Winnipeg Free Press spread out over all the beds, Chesterfields, and chairs with thinly rolled out dough on them drying. Once dried to perfection, my mother would lift them off and carry them into the kitchen one by one, where she would roll up 
not too tight, and cut them in half. Then with her long slender fingers, her beautiful red nails, used as a guide, would take the long bladed knife and slice the dough into thin strips. Once done, her long nails would pick up the noodles and scatter them lightly around the table so as not to stick. When Mom wasn't looking, I would try to steal a few pieces. Mom would smack my hand and exclaim, Don't eat raw dough. Your stomach will stick together. (laughs) Of course, it never did. But I do remember telling my David the same thing when I made homemade noodles. And so the traditions continue from generation to generation. Here is my mother's recipe for quisto. You will need two cups of flour, one cup of water, one teaspoon of salt, four tablespoons of oil, four eggs. Combine to make dough and keep adding flour until stiff. The stiffer the dough, the better the noodles. Let dough rest for an hour. Roll out very thin, one-eighth of an inch thick. Dry on paper for about an hour. Lay dough on the table, lightly flour and roll, cutting it in half. Starting at one end, slice diagonally to make strips. Spread out onto the table. Bring a pot of water to boil, add quisto, and cook until el dente. Mom used to add chicken fat so it would not stick, but you could add oil instead. Or let the noodles dry completely, then bag or put into a plastic container. But my guess is that they won't last that long. Do pobachinya and smuch noho. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives. Hi everyone, this is Stefan Andrusiak. Ja nazywaju się Stefan Andrusiak with another Rusznyczok story. There was one type of song in our repertoire that we were actually asked not to sing at one Ukrainian festival. That place was Dauphin, Manitoba. The festival's music director was the very talented and popular orchestra leader, Ted Komar. Mr. Komar felt that fiercely patriotic Ukrainian songs were not in keeping with either the welcoming nature of the festival or with his vision for the show that he was being hired to produce. That afternoon at the grandstand performance, we defied him. We played the song. It was written by our friend Boris Budny with music by our own Andriy Harisimovich. Now, before recording it on our fourth album, Andri's father had read the original lyrics, and he asked us that we change just one word. It was from the opening line which demanded the release of then-political prisoner Valentin Moroz. The list of names with his at the top belonged to Ukrainians who were imprisoned for their writings, or for simply being someone's son or daughter. Freedom for Ukraine, such is our goal. Free Moroz, Churemna Moskva. Churemna means imprisoning. The song, as we recorded it, accuses the regime in Moscow. It calls them a bunch of jailers. Our original lyrics use the adjective proklata, damned, we said, to describe Ukraine's oppressors. Pan Harasimovich urged us to make our point maintaining a dignity in our message. Attack the misdeed, the outrage, not the people. We took his advice. Back at the festival that afternoon in Dauphin, our set ended with the song Freedom for Ukraine or Volya, and it prompted a standing ovation. Mr. Komar shrugged. He didn't know that as in your face as it was, it had been tempered by one father's good counsel. Years later, Valentin Moroz was granted his freedom, as were the others in the song. The regime fell. Ukraine is free today. As dark as the skies may be today, know this. Ukrainians express themselves in different words in many ways. We often disagree on what to say, where and when to say it. But I believe we all can agree that the urge to be free and tolerant and united breaks through the darkest intentions of those who would suppress those ambitions. From Rushnichok Volume 4, the song Freedom, Bola. Bola, Ukraine, it's a national 
majstvo i čorno bola Svinniču Hebeča Ukrajini svobodu Ne nišćit našu mogu Svinit karavanjsko I čorno bola Svinit šuhebeča Svinit kandivu Thank you, Stefan Andrusiak, for that lovely Rushnuchok story. Unfortunately, the regime that fell is trying to resurrect itself, and of course we hope and pray that they will fail. But in the meantime, unfortunately, history continues to repeat itself on Ukrainian lands. And of course, throughout history, love endures, and here is a Ukrainian folk song, which is a love story that unfolds for a Kazakh and his true love as they ride away to find their destiny. This is performed by Andriana Knapp, Ukrainian-American singer, from her album, Pisnis Domu, Songs from Home.
рідне прощаю країну прощавайте вишневі садочки
and a beautiful prayer for Ukraine, known as the Spiritual Anthem now of Ukraine, calling on God's blessings for Ukraine and freedom. And this song was called Bozhevileke Yedene, God is Great. Up next on that same theme, sort of, um, Freedom for Ukraine here is Kajave Vilna Ukraina, Long Live for Ukraine. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio, discovering unknown and untold stories from the past and present of Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage. In this edition of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, we will be discussing our fellow countrymen, Rebbe Menachem Mendel Schneerson written by Dr. Larissa Levchenko and Dr. Vladimir Shukin. Our fellow countryman examines the history of the Rebbe's family in the Mikolayu Jewish community, based on records from the state archives of the region. There are six chapters written in both English and Russian translation, examining the Rebbe's family roots, as well as his leadership of the powerful Jewish organization named Chabad. For almost a century, the fate of three generations of the large Levut-Yanovsky-Schneerson family, who gave the world several prominent public and religious figures, is connected with the city of Mikolayev. The first chapter begins in 1840, with the founding of the Jewish community in the area of Romanovka, near Mikolayev under the leadership of the Rebbe's great-great-grandfather, Rabbi Avraham David Lavut. He was officially appointed as Rabbi of the Colony in 1845 
and in 1857 was also elected as rabbi of the Mikolayu Synagogue. There he became a strong community leader and a respected scholar. The Rebbe's maternal grandfather, Rabbi Meyer Shlomo Yanovsky, was also a prominent spiritual leader in Mikolayu. He became a rabbi at the new synagogue in Mikolayu in 1907 and served there until its closure in the late 1920s. His daughter Shana became the mother of the Rebbe. She married Levi Yitzhak Schneerson in 1900 in Mikolayu. Their first son, Menachem Mendel, was born in 1902 in Mikolayu. The Rebbe's parents continued to live in Mikolayu until his father, Levi, was offered the position of rabbi in Ekaterinoslav, renamed Dnipropetrovsk in 1926. After their move to Dnipropetrovsk, his father became a prominent religious leader, which led to his arrest by the Soviet authorities. He was accused of conducting an anti-Soviet agitation of slanderous and defeatist nature and regular communication with his son, Menachem Mendel, who was considered a Polish intelligence agent. He was sentenced to expulsion to Central Asia for five years, where he died in 1944. In 1947, the Rebbe's mother was reunited with her eldest son in New York City. In Mikolayu, the Rebbe's uncle, Shmuel Zalmanovich Nierson, also became a respected spiritual leader of the Chabad Jewish Synagogue. In the 1930s, the Soviets closed Jewish synagogues in the city. In 1942, the Rebbe's uncle was indicted by the Soviets, just like the Rebbe's father. He was sentenced to three years in labor camps, where he became very ill. He died soon after being released. The final two chapters of the book deal with the Rebbe, Menachem Mendel Schneerson and his wife Chaya Mushka, as well as the revival of Jewish life in Mikolayu at the end of the 20th century. The Rebbe was born in Mikolayu in 1902, but was six years old when his family left. He maintained ties with his grandparents and his uncle's family. Even after leaving Russia, and despite the great distance, the Rebbe always remembered not just his small birthplace, but also Ukraine as a whole. He left the Soviet Union in 1927 and married Chayamushka in Warsaw in 1928. They moved several times and arrived in New York City in 1941. In 1951, he became the seventh Rebbe of Chabad after the death of his father-in-law, Friedricher Rebbe. He was known as a great scholar and advisor to many powerful leaders, including Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, and Yitzhak Rabin. The Rebbe's impact was truly remarkable. His influence spanned the globe in campaigns for the lighting of menorahs by American presidents, prayer in public schools, and Jewish emigration from the Soviet Union. He worked diligently to foster leadership among his followers and established charitable foundations, such as the Chabad's Children of Chernobyl organization, to provide relief to victims of the Chernobyl explosion. Readers who enjoy biographies of important historical figures will be interested in this examination of the Rebbe's family roots in Mikolayu. This is the first examination of the Rebbe's life written by non-Jewish writers from Ukraine. The book was written both in English and Russian translation in an effort to make it more accessible to the Ukrainian population. It could perhaps have been written in Ukrainian to reflect the new realities in Ukraine. The intricate detail might be difficult for some readers. However, scholars will find the inclusion of photographs, letters, archival documents, and chronologies useful. Larissa Levchenko is a doctor of historical sciences 
as well as the director of the State Archive of the Mikolaya region. She has done extensive research on the history of archives, presented at numerous conferences, and published extensively. Vladimir Shukin is a doctor of philosophy and associate professor. His research interests include the history of the Jewish population in southern Ukraine, as well as the history of Ukrainian culture. He has also presented at numerous conferences and published extensively. Our fellow countryman is available at Judaica World and the Jewish Educational Media Store. I'm Myra Janik from Toronto for Nashholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Until next time, Shalom. Join us again soon for another episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage here on Nashholos Ukrainian Roots Radio.
band of Fraser Valley group called the Wheat and the Barley and uh, Freilich, a Jewish circle dance. Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. Chermosh is coming to Victoria and Surrey next weekend as part of their 50th anniversary tour. The Chermosh Ukrainian Dance Company of Edmonton, Alberta, was founded in 1969 and named after the Chermosh River that separates the regions of Bukovina and Halachina in Ukraine. Chermosh has developed a vast history over the past 50 years. This special anniversary performance features some of their classic repertoire dances, as well as the premieres of three new dances complete with fresh original scores and never-before-seen costumes. Chermosh will be collecting donations at every show to be donated to humanitarian efforts in Ukraine. Cheremosh will be in Victoria on Saturday, September 10th at the Royal Theatre. Showtime is 7.30 p.m. Book online at the Royal Theatre website and use code Cheremosh50 to save 25%. Cheremosh will be in Surrey on Monday, September 12th at the Bell Performing Arts Centre. Showtime is 7.30 p.m. Book online at the Bell Centre's website. A 25% discount is already applied to the tickets. Links to both websites will be in the podcast show notes for this edition of Nash Holos. If you're looking to make more Ukrainian connections in Vancouver, then plan to enjoy an evening of Ukrainian music and food at the We Are From Ukraine Zabava fundraiser on September 17th at Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Cathedral Hall, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver. Tickets are $55 and include admission, food, and one Slava Ukraini shot. There will be delicious Ukrainian food, a DJ playing modern Ukrainian music, a sing-along, kolomekas, and plenty of other fun activities. That's the We Are From Ukraine Zabava fundraiser, Saturday, September 17th from 6.30 to 11.30 p.m. at Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Cathedral Hall, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver. Funds raised will go towards supporting the Come Back Alive project for Ukraine. Advanced tickets are available online. For the link to purchase, search for Ukrainian Vancouver Zabava on Facebook or check the podcast show notes for this edition of Nash Holos. On Wednesdays, join Oksana Pobereznik on the Nanaimo edition of Nash Holos from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. And at 6 p.m. Saturday evenings, flip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me, Pavlina, for another hour of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Please send dedications, requests, and suggestions to producer at nashholos.com. Your comments are always welcome. In between broadcasts, please visit our Facebook page and for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and other information, all this at our website, nashholos.com. Hey, you lose each other on a kalena, pohililasya. Chos nasha slavna ukraina, zajurilasya. Ametuju červonu kalenu, vidime mo, amen našu slavnu Ukrajinu, hej, hej, rozveselemo. Ametuju červonu kalenu, vidime mo. Amin našu slavnu Ukrajinu i rozveselemo. And that was Sonia from Nashville, Tennessee, and the traditional rendition of Oy Uluzi Cervona Kalena, There is a Viburnum in the Field. And that is a patriotic Ukrainian song from the First World War era, that has become internationally known. Nezhame vrskinčela našu programu, vše často domu izkazati da pobačenja, ale pri tem je hoću zalešiti vas takime slovami mudrosti. Nedines zi svojim dumkame, jak vo naš čev praktici ne buvale. 
And our proverb of the week translates as, don't express your ideas if you haven't tried them out yourself. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. If you miss the on-air or live stream broadcast, you'll find the podcast link at our website, www.nashholos.com. Do check out the podcast show notes for any links mentioned during the show. As well, at our website, you can leave a comment or suggestion or announce an an event. And again, that is www.nashholos.com. So our time is up. And to take us to the end of our program, Millennia from Edmonton and... Dumai Dumka Dumala, a song about thinking. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.